health, wealth, happiness. I'm Dr. Michael Greger, and you're listening to the Nutrition Facts Podcast. And while I can't promise you all of those things, if you take a listen to the evidence-based nutrition found in this podcast, chances are you'll learn something that you can use to make a positive change in your diet and in your health. My job here is to bring you the information you need to make that reality possible. In our episode today, we'll take a look at something you may have always had a sneaking suspicion could be bad for you, the radiation from microwave ovens. As it turns out, the hazards of microwaves may not be what you might expect. When people have asked me if microwave ovens are hazardous, my typical snide response is, yes, if you drop them on your foot. But it turns out that's actually a real thing. Hundreds of Americans end up in the emergency room every year because a microwave dropped on them. Or they hurt their back trying to lift one, or falling onto a microwave oven. I'm not sure how that works. Maybe they like tripped on it. But the majority of microwave injuries involve scalding oneself on hot foods or liquids. But when people go to PubMed and search the medical literature and see all these scary-sounding titles about the hazards of microwave ovens, they may not realize these are like articles about jelly donuts. Hazards of a microwave oven. An adolescent patient, ravenously hungry, rushed home from school for his afternoon snack, found a jelly donut, popped it in the microwave. The outside was just comfortably warm, and so he gulped it down before the searing pain started from the burning jelly inside, and he had to go to the hospital. And that's the tricky thing about microwave cooking. You know, with conventional cooking, the outside is hotter than the inside, but with microwaving, the inside can get burning hot, even while the outside remains relatively cool. Now, there's still a lot more kids getting burned from regular stoves. The injuries related to stove use vastly exceed those associated with microwave ovens. Over a five-year period, about 40,000 compared to 5,000 with microwaves, and the stove burns tend to be more severe as well. In fact, you know how you're never supposed to heat infant formula in a microwave, since you may not be able to judge the heat of the contents just by feeling the outside of the bottle? Well, if you heed that warning and use a pot or bowl of hot water to warm it instead, you may actually end up with higher burn risk from you know, accidentally knocking over scalding water. So what's their solution? They suggest not warming it up at all. And that's basically just a cultural thing that we feel the need to warm it. Or even better, how about not bottle feeding at all and go for scald-proof milk at perfect body temperature? And when it comes to food, whether it's a jelly donut or jelly roll or microwave treacle tart or a cheese pie, Basically, anything that's kind of soft in the middle can present a problem. But look, anytime there's anything liquid inside, can't you just open it up and let it cool before you eat it? What's the big deal? That brings us to the case of the exploding egg. Although there are many mishaps regarding the microwave, the most pertinent for pediatric patients seems to be the exploding egg. When heated in the microwave, the yolk absorbs the energy, getting overheated and pressurized, and both the yolk membrane and shell acts as a pressure barrier, and any disturbance can make it go boom. 
There have even been cases which the shells have been cracked open, but then it still explodes when the yolk membrane was pierced with a fork. And the explosion can be so powerful and sudden that it exceeds the blinking reflex, leaving the eyes unprotected, which can lead to vision-threatening injuries. Ophthalmologists should be aware of the serious risk and caution the public against the dangers of cooking eggs in microwave ovens. But come on, how common is this? There's all sorts of quirky case reports in the medical literature, like people getting eye injuries from eggs thrown out on Halloween or something. But if you do a search, there do seem to be a bunch of papers on exploding eggs. But I figured the best way to tell if this was a real phenomenon would be to search on YouTube. And holy moly, 25,000 videos, including one with more than a million views. Do not try this at home. There's even an article in a journal on teaching physics about how to use microwave ovens to perform exciting demonstrations, like spectacular egg explosions, denting the metal wall, blowing the door open, and making the whole oven jump up. Now, if, if the eggs just exploded inside, that's one thing, but the problem is that it can happen at the table. You sit down to eat them, and then boom. Uh, the majority of egg injuries are to the face, eyes, and nose, but it can also explode straight into your mouth and put you in the hospital. Microwave oven manufacturers evidently specifically warn against microwaving eggs intact and advise not only removing the shell, but piercing the yolk prior to cooking. Even reheating can be a problem, causing a serious enough injury that this group of ophthalmologists were like, look, forget just putting it on in the instruction manual. Maybe there should be a warning about eggs on the microwave itself. Simple kitchen experiments confirm that microwaves do leak from microwave ovens during operation, but do they pose a health risk? About 20 people a day end up in American emergency rooms from microwave oven-related injuries, a few from microwave popcorn steam, overheated hair removal wax, nearly one a day from exploding eggs, but most are from overheated water. See, when you boil water on the stove, bubbles rise from the bottom, and as they burst, the excess heat is dissipated. Water heated in a microwave oven, though, may not bubble, and so can get even hotter than normal boiling temperature. Then if you sprinkle in some powder, uh, tiny air bubbles are carried into the liquid and can expand into steam bubbles and erupt onto your hand. The FDA warns to be careful when trying to boil water in a microwave, particularly in a shiny container, or more than once, or for too long or when not letting it cool down a bit first, or when you know, dumping something into it. Most microwave-related burns in young children occur when the child reaches in to grab something hot. Uh, toddlers as young as 18 months can open a microwave, so some public health advocates have recommended that instead of just warning people to let stuff cool first for a few minutes, there should be some kind of like door lock that doesn't even let you open the thing for two minutes after it stops which kind of undermines the whole point of quick microwave convenience. A better idea may be to just kind of child-proof the door so you have to like turn a knob while pressing a button to pop the door open. When people 
express concerns over microwave oven safety, though, they're probably not thinking about exploding eggs or hair wax injuries. They're concerned about the microwave radiation itself. Microwave oven manufacturers caution people not to operate the oven with the door open, but there are you know, interlocking safety switches that should turn it off automatically when you open the door, unless you're stuck inside one. God, I couldn't even read that article. There is some leakage of microwave radiation, though, during operation. There's this famous radio telescope scanning the cosmos for extraterrestrial civilizations. Fast radio bursts were detected, a sign of extragalactic intelligence? Nope, turns out ET was a microwave in the staff cafeteria that the telescope caught when it was just at the right angle right when someone yanked the door open. You don't need a radio telescope to see it, though. A cheap way of detecting microwave oven leakage is to just place a computer monitor next to the oven. You can see disturbances on the screen. Or just use the microwave detector you have in your pocket or purse right now. Cell phones. Uh, look, if microwaves can leak out, then they should also be able to leak in. The microwaves are actually quite similar in size, the wavelengths. Um, though obviously different intensity between microwave ovens and cell phones. So stick your phone in the microwave. Do not turn the microwave on, but close the door and see if you can call it. When you hear it ringing, that's confirmation that microwave-type radiation can leak in and out. And indeed, you can just directly measure the leakage during operation, though nearly all within prescribed safety limits. And once you move the detectors like a foot away from the door, the levels fall nearly to zero, even if there's like some food particle or something caught in the door seal. Now, the industry will tell you that there has never been any verified case of human injury due to exposure from radiation leakage from microwave ovens. This is from a guy at Raytheon, though, where the microwave oven was invented, after an engineer in a radar lab noticed the chocolate bar in his pocket had melted. There has been the rare case report of a malfunctioning machine that didn't turn off when the door was open and someone burned themselves, uh, but this was after her hand was in there for like a full minute. Uh, Raytheon engineers talk about how they inadvertently expose themselves lots of times to open active microwaves. They get a, a warm tummy, they feel a little transient warmth when they pass their arm in and out of the oven, but you know, no big deal, they say. In fact, the same microwaves used in microwave ovens are the same used for medical microwave diathermy, which physical therapists use like a hot pack to treat like rotator cuff injuries. Now, making the claim that, well, if the medical profession uses it, it must be safe, isn't exactly the strongest argument, but does help to put things in perspective. When the heating of people is not deliberate, it may be desirable to limit exposure. Is that minor leakage during operation anything to worry about, though? In other words, are there non-thermal effects of microwaves? If it doesn't burn you, can it still hurt you? The Soviets thought so, irradiating everyone in the U.S. Embassy in Moscow for decades. In terms of microwave ovens, though, the only report I could find was from over 40 years ago, a case report of a woman who developed cataracts after using a leaky microwave oven. 
But that's all there was, just this kind of circumstantial evidence correlation. I mean, look, lots of people get cataracts. Lots of people use microwaves. There has to be more than that. Uh, the only follow-up study I could find was a Turkish study, published a few decades later, but it was on rats. Now, they did end up finding some superficial eye abnormalities on the rats placed next to the microwave, but they were like right up against the door. And you know, people don't tend to stick their faces right up to the glass while things are cooking, so even if the same thing happened to human eyes, this study might be of limited relevance, but it can't hurt to stand back from the microwave while it's on. Otherwise, microwaves should be safe, unless you drop it on your foot. To see any graphs, charts, graphics, images, or studies mentioned here, uh, please go to the Nutrition Facts podcast landing page. There you'll find all the detailed information you need, plus links to all the sources we cite for each of these topics. Be sure to check out my new How Not to Die cookbook. It's beautifully designed, with more than 100 recipes for delicious, health-promoting meals, snacks, beverages, desserts. Uh, not just every recipe is healthy, every ingredient of every recipe is healthy. All green light whole plant foods, and of course, all the proceeds I receive from the sales of my books all goes to charity. NutritionFacts.org is a nonprofit, science-based public service where you can sign up for free daily updates on the latest in nutrition research via bite-sized videos and articles. Everything on the website is free. There are no ads, no corporate sponsorship. It's strictly non-commercial. I'm not selling anything. I just put it up as a public service, as a labor of love, as a tribute to my grandmother, whose own life was saved with evidence-based nutrition. Thanks for listening to Nutrition Facts. I'm Dr. Michael Greger.